1: It's like yeah. So yeah. it's more. More. Yeah, doesn't work. That's just to get i will be back. Yeah. Thanks, your cool. yeah. Yes. Okay. First of all, I, the founder of was there to speak. And I, didn't, I don't even. I, do do I It's it it just a super, you know, positive, great, just very nice approach unless you don't have internet, don't have yeah. I, mean, I, I I can uh, I, can't, uh, I, can't, uh, I, can't I can actually put my iPad in the 3 stand. Without uh, yeah. And, and I just, I get my ears between my legs, get my iPad, I'm, I'm also at least now we can walk to the end of the dock, you know, and yeah, yeah. call somebody. It used to be I'd oh, have to walk to the end of the, <laughs> the driver, which is about a quarter mile away, be okay. in the middle of yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> the way. I have to dodge trucks. So. Yeah, I have to get to this. I, you know, it's, a, it's not an issue. For the Traverse Yeah, and it's yeah. right on, you know, not too so far from 115. Yeah. of like we're 115 and 37 in their corners. We're sort of like right in the, of the middle of the graveling. So, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like just looking at something. There's not a lot of woods around here. Okay. It's 8 31. We can go ahead and get started. Welcome, everyone.
0: First item after calling to order is setting the agenda. Are there any changes or additions? I have one. Under new business Me, I would like to add 2023 meeting dates so we can have a discussion. Trying to clarify what we're gonna do next year. Introductions and guests. We um, wanna run through everyone or and you got the same same yeah, group, hopefully. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, right to 21. New phase. Um, the welcome. item four is acceptance. Of the October 13th, of 2022 draft minutes. Motion we'll approved. Support. Motion by Jim, support by Tom to approve the draft minutes from October 13th. Any discussion? All those in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Item number five is public comment. Anyone present tonight wishing to make comments at this time or anyone virtually? Hearing none, we will proceed to unfinished business. 6A is the water rate affordability report and follow-up. Take your way, Brian. Thank
1: you. Good morning in this wonderful November 10th surprisingly warm morning. Uh, it's a good that we have some of this. we we'll really uh, look forward to getting back to these in the spring and winter. So it's nice to have these. But thank you again for being this morning. Uh we appreciate the review of the affordability program and the opportunity that it presents uh, for the Calumdu systems. Um, we know that just on all of our discussions that there's a lot of details that yet need to be worked out. But I think the idea being that as a policy committee, um, we're really coming to you to discuss should there be an affordability program. And if there should, to um, what extent do you want to start um, with the program. And, and I agree that you know, there's a lot of, um, it's difficult to find any definitive metrics out there as far as exactly how many people Will apply. Um, I know we've set the eligibility threshold at the Alice level right now, and the idea being to just cast the net wide first to give a larger amount of eligibility and we'll see who applies. Um, I know that it comes to quite a few homes in the Calendly area, so the potential is high, but the idea being we'd rather have the potential high um, and see who comes in the door rather than shutting the door down, making it narrow to begin with, making it hard to do. I think the approach that we're going to be taking is, as for any program, as with a support program, is we first have to, I think, make the program available, then see how many people we get to apply, and then decide if we need to put any restrictions or what we're going to put on I think the goal being to try to help as many people as we can in a meaningful way. So, as a, for instance, if we started, let's say, at a $300,000 funding level, we, it, doesn't, it wouldn't make sense to fund 300,000 families at a dollar each. right? That, that's an extreme that doesn't make sense. So we need to figure out what that support level looks like. The lower end starting support level we had mentioned in the report would be somewhere around $54 a, a month that would support water use and
2: then the corresponding sewer use to get rid of the water. <laughs> and that would only be for both sewer and water use. So,
1: of course, yes, we do have to modify things if we have a water only user um, or if there's a sewer only user well, um, we can decide what those details are, but I think the real question for the committee today is does a program make sense for you, Is that's something you want, and if so, what's the starting This, the next phase would be that we would set up some harder metrics we need to really set up the metrics that we want caa And, and do it just seems her. I understand you're saying we really can't tell how many people could be participating. That that just doesn't seem realistic. Don't they have some idea of this is how many people we already service that would be in this level, or and, and therefore we could say we're going to expand X and to service them we would provide them with Y. Right. The problem is that CAA currently services people reasons other than water people, because there is no water program. Those folks that are asking for assistance don't ask for water assistance right now for CEA. Um, so we don't know <coughs> how many people would coincide. Again, you're talking CEA covers a large area. You know, they cover all of and county plus I think um, two other counties, I think, will Yeah, so what? Limit? Five counties. Five counties that they cover. So again, trying to
2: understand all of their applicants versus what's in the Kalamazoo water
1: system, there's no great way to correlate. I know it's frustrating to not have our data on it, but I think uh, that comes, will come very quickly once the program starts and we'll just have to adjust accordingly you if there's something wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. All right, so just a couple of thoughts I have about this, is that first of all, philosophically, the idea of like really making it as available as possible to a large number of people as possible, to me, I'm not sure that's the appropriate way to approach it because the hardest thing to do is crank a program back. It's a ton easier to notch it up, say, hey, we've missed a category here, we really need to expand it, you know, to Whatever, I mean, you, percentage of poverty or AMI, you know, that sort of thing. But you start with that broad, and then you say, oh no, now we're, we're not going to include this group. Not, I just don't, that, that doesn't work, in my opinion. <laughs> so the other way, building from most need up, is saying, are there some folks that we're not catching? I would be more inclined to course, that way. Another way is that thing, so for this group and for us, we don't have that. we have not created assistance programs. And I know you've delved deep into that, but even for the work you've done, you know, it's more on the data side of the bills and trying to do, do that. I mean, and I know you've looked at other models, you know, we got a whole list of all those. But my inclination to be there are people who work in that assistance system world all the time, like CAA. That have certain criteria. Let's not make it more complicated for them. Let's use criteria they already have that they're used to using. So we're not setting, oh, here's enough. Oh, for now, do you, you fit this one, that one? Okay, but we're up to 250 on this one, but this program is only up to 200. You know, creating a whole other alternate system seems really additionally complicated. Why not say, boom, here's what's the criteria that you use now? That gets those most in need, and let's just start there. You know, so this isn't something new. You've already filled out your request for utility assistance, for example. This is the utility. Here's the criteria for that. Let's just keep that the same for water. We'll just use that if you, you know, if you got a problem there. I'm just brainstorming. That's exactly what we're proposing to do. Yeah, exactly. Use it rather than changing anything. So, anyway, I. Um, I mean, I appreciate using CA, there's no reason not to do something like that. For, for goodness sakes, I know that they could say, uh, they serve multiple counties, but they could certainly say, I'm sure they separated by county. You know, we've had 10,000 people in Kalamazoo County or whatever apply for assistance, and, you know, for this particular kind of assistance, you know, 6,000 met the criteria or whatever. So I know we get those numbers, which seemed like it could feed back to that question, which is a little more amorphous, like they're here for sure based on history is our presumably, you know, potentially our, uh, you know, population that could be served. How many will apply for the water site? I don't know, but I'm betting if they get in the door and they're saying, okay, I'm behind on my gas electric, CA will say, how's your water bill doing? So, uh, you know, we at least have some sense about that. So anyway, that's... I, I think that's a great comment. Just, and I didn't even think about the concept that, um, of course, you don't want to dial this thing down once it starts, of course. But just yeah. that concept that let's not create some rule that, now they have some other criteria that have to be met or you know, the city's checklist or the water system checklist, so I
0: think that's great input. I have with them. They are very open to having different criteria and different, um, different assistance programs, and they were the ones that brought out that we should be looking at ALICE first. Um,
1: they see that as an okay. overarching
0: violation for community action.
1: Is the sound system good enough for comments like that get on? No,
0: oh, it was,
1: sounds says yes. Okay. okay, all right. So you threw out 300,000. I mean, did you just grab that out of the air? You know, that again, that was based on what we have current delinquency rates looking at that. So that would support the number of families that are currently on a delinquency list. Again, not knowing how many of those the delinquencies, it's delinquencies that are over 90 days. So as, as, a, as a starting point, Again, we also don't know how many of those people are delinquent because they moved and just didn't pay a bill. We don't know how many are just not paying a bill because they don't want to. Um, that we're not sure. There's no correlating data to ch- tell us that. But we've had a starting point of there's about $300,000 of delinquencies now. It varies year to year. But the idea being we need something to start with. Uh, let's start with the potential. So let's just say we do 300000 budget for the year. Mm-hmm. Could we run out of that money before the end of the year? I mean, is it possible? I mean,
2: as you for the application, it might not, yeah. <laughs>
1: so, I, I can tell you, I, I had an opportunity to talk to um, one of the uh, supervisors from the township, and I said, here's the criteria that are being used to put a dollar amount out there. And this individual said, I can tell you in this township, there's people that are going, but every year goes on the tax roll, and they don't have a problem paying. They just don't mm-hmm. pay until they put it on their tax bill, right. and so it's just some. I think it's a pie in the sky number. I don't think it
0: represents anything other than us putting a level at what we're willing to spend. Do we? So the Alice criteria is a. I've heard it's a broad net. Do we have an idea if, say, 75 percent of the people that meet that standard in our
1: county or in our yeah there is Alice publications that show by basically by the township and city boundary what those percentages are call in
2: so place for instance um well, again it depends on the income level of the county um, and the, the municipality it can go as high as i think for
1: the city of calmettoon district i think it's somewhere around Forty-three percent, I think, or fifty-three percent, something like that, would just fall under the Alice threshold. Now, again, that doesn't mean that every one of them will be eligible for this program. It just that's a potential ceiling. And I, and I agree with you one hundred percent. It's a matter of deciding if you want to set the threshold low and then open up the, from there, or we want to where do we want to set that? And, but I think the idea. I think you're correct in saying that. Yes, the, the two questions that are before the policy committee are one, does the program make sense to you and, and what's a good starting point? That gonna be? After that, we're going to have to adjust. Yeah. I think there's a piece of understanding that needs to, to come to the table. Um, I don't believe Kalamazoo places anybody's uh, late utility bill on a tax roll at the end of the year. I do no, you do not go into that process. So then that would bring in the next question, what is the threshold for what you're willing to put on the taxes to see if you collect it versus oh, what okay. the need is there for if it's all of it, then there is no assistance then. Oh you're saying Unless, you're still like correct. I think those are the, the those pieces play into this as well. So while the townships that have that have the known players who refuse to pay a utility bill for a 12-month period and haven't laid out the taxes and then are going to pay a team player in the next February tax bill, that is different than those that are currently in need of assistance to keep the utility at a level of affordability for their economical uh, position in, in, in life right now. I think we've got to be careful that we don't mix those two pieces together while we decide if there's value in merit in creating a, 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 an affordable policy uh, for assistance for people using the water and wastewater system. And I, I think you're, I think you're correct. I'm just saying that three hundred thousand is a, a number that is whatever. Um, I don't think it's representative of if we set it at X. And, and and I know we need to make a determination if we wanna move forward with this, I'm not saying no. I'm just saying maybe it makes sense to get some information from CAA to say, how many people fit in this box to your best of your ability? Therefore, if we determine you know we wanna serve this level, what might it cost rather than just saying anybody who qualifies that might be, oh, absolutely. You know, 40% of the payers that sounds a whole lot different than $300,000. If those are absolutely the yeah. yeah, we just didn't feel like we should get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just saying, I don't know that that 300 means much of anything other than, you know, mm-hmm.
2: yeah.
1: Just a quick question for my clarification here. This is easier for me. I get a little confused about the numbers. I know there was a chart in what you provided to us about two times poverty and two and a half times poverty, you know, all that kind of stuff. What's easier for me, actually, to remember is AMI, and I know there's not an entire connect between area median income, but that is is another standard that's used, and that that really, that helps you know relative, you know, when you look at 250% of poverty, you're like, okay, what is that relative to the whole population? But if you say 50% of area median income, well then you know, okay, that's a number, I understand that, you know, where that is relative to the median income area. So did, was there like a cr- crosswalk between that? I, I can't remember off the top of my head what Alice is. I thought Alice went up to 120% of AMI
2: um, but maybe I'm wrong about
1: that. think balance is 250% of oh. the, oh. the federal poverty level. So currently, What's your your for a family of four, 100% of the poverty
2: level is around
1: $26,500. So you're, a your, you're considered, considered you're, poverty if for a family of four your total income is $26,500. So when we talked about, uh, the different levels, you know, 150% of that would be not quite $40,000. What's 250, which is 66, Huh? 66,000. 66. So that gives you, yeah, that chart's on, on page three I looked at the chart, so you can you can see it. But again, the idea is, depending on the pe- number of people in the household, which again is something that the program would take into account. How many people are in each household, and what's your income threshold um, to qualify. Just so kind of curiosity, how does, Two hundred fifty percent of poverty relate to AMI number wise. I think your median income. I, I have not looked by I didn't break it down by census tract because obviously the median household income changes by census tract area. That's true, but in our MSA, for example, for housing, we use AMI, I don't and that's how all that is. I don't that's. have the number of it. Yeah. yeah. Right. and these. Programs—is it an ongoing? let just call it reduced rate or subsidy to that household, or is it a lifetime benefit? So a lot of programs have you can come and apply, but it's you, it's not an ongoing benefit that you get month after month after month after month. But some you know obviously that's... So again, it's just like here you get a benefit, but right? your household can only qualify one time every five years. I'm saying as an example, right? And those are that's a. Good example of one of the details that we need to work out But I think the idea being that we have two things to address with households. One is, a, a delinquency issue, which we're currently looking at, like LIWAP as a program right now that may help with some of that result of delinquency issue. The second issue is ongoing monthly costs. So right now the program is proposed to provide ongoing monthly support, but there'd be re-qualification. Whether we do that every six months or once a year, we can determine what makes sense for the program. But the idea is that, yes, that gets evaluated. And again, CAA would assist in that evaluation because, again, they they're in the mode of helping to qualify these things. And then a list would come back to the Zoo system saying, okay, for this period, let's for, for discussion, say it's a six-month period, here are the families that qualify. Uh, and then again, six months later, that will get evaluated. It's not just an
0: automatic renewal; it's still based on showing. It's, well, I spoke with some supervisors as well, and I think there is general support for the for a program that that has the correct has some standards in place to really uh, hone in on the need. Um, and they were also interested in a cap, you know, having some. Finite amount, and based on the discussion this morning, I'm wondering, you know, if we start lower at the federal poverty rate and start with that, and then go up to 150%, evaluated six months or a year, and then if there's still room, to go expand it. <clears throat> yes, I agree with having a cap, but I, what I worry
1: about is if you said if you have a dial goes one to ten, and one. Is not three hundred thousand but three million, then we've just suggested that we should spend three million on this thing. Um, I would rather say give a budget and let them work with it and say what can we do for three hundred thousand dollars. And I I'm, the trickiness there. The good thing about yours is it's going to be it's. It's just a consistent program. Everybody knows who or doesn't qualify. But the, the the value or the cost of that is unknown. In my example, the cost is known, but who is it going to apply to? And do we spend the three hundred thousand in the first month? Is three hundred thousand enough? I. Those it's going to be a learning experience. We just need to protect ourselves sort of on both sides, so they don't spend too much money. We have to raise raise five percent for this program. Or you first come, first serve, and you chop a bunch of people off, or maybe I. Was just... I know this is kind of getting in the weeds a little further down, but if someone owes about $75 and they qualify, you would forgive the $75, but you would grant them thirty seven fifty dollars 50 or something like that to make them pay something, mm-hmm. right? They would have to pay something depending on what their income level is and, and proving what that need is. Yeah, I think that's part of what we need to flesh out is what what exactly, do we have a graduated program or do we have a set amount? And I think that's the that would be the next step again, if it was something you guys wanted to move forward with and let's say is, is I think Tom makes a good point. If you set an example, of if we want to afford a delay program, we're gonna start it at, let's say 300,000. Let's see what we can do with it. The next step is to form a good, I think, and we need to work with CAA. I think there needs to be some good thoughts put into <clears> what does <throat> the guts of this program look like for the next three four months. Yes, I see sometimes that paying that water bill is a choice. You can choose to do it or not choose to do it because you know you might have other places for that money to go, or you might want to go on vacation. I mean, I, it, it may be where you pay your bill. I it's not. I think people have choices along the way in the month they do they do Agreed. i think that's part of what we the vetting process that we move forward that needs to be working into it if we can to help bear some of that out of <laughs> i just uh I thought it might be worthy of just understanding this. So you were talking about fifty-eight dollar credits with the bill. I think it had just about simply fifty-four dollars. Okay, fifty-four. And I just simply took three hundred thousand divided by fifty-four, divided to get the bill every month, correct? Right? So that could help four hundred and thirty-one people. Um, and we don't even we don't know what the need is. And And do we say, yes, we'd like to move ahead with this, with the formulation of a a, a kind of a plan. It will relate to just a subsidy or whatever that might be with the input of CAA to say the population could be in this range. I don't think we want to do this and then say, sorry, you're too late, is my thought, Um, that we have a, a better understanding of who will Fit in so we make we're able to say it's not $54, it's $38. If if we want to help that level of people, but then uh, you know, we we say we were willing to spend X maybe some percent of revenue versus a dollar amount as next year the rates go up 20% or whatever that might be. It, you know, I'm just throwing out ideas, you know, to move forward to just kind of spill it out and say, here's kind of the underlying where, where we want to go and how many people do we want to help and how many need help? We have no idea. And
2: so it seems like
1: just saying, okay, here's X, make a plan. That um, the idea is, we need a starting point. Right. We need some starting point. And I mm-hmm. think that's, that's really the, the question what's an okay starting point for you guys? And agree. 100% agree. That we're gonna need adjustment because we don't know is it enough, is it not enough? Is there money that the state would be willing to contribute at some point if we actually have a program in place? Can there be state or federal money contributed to it? Those are all answers that will hopefully come in line down the road if we need to start. So are we looking for a yes, X dollars? Or are you looking for a yes, to go out a plan and let us see how much need there is? Or what, is, what, is, what do these people need? Into, um, I,
0: yeah, I heard him say mm-hmm. they're looking for consensus. probably a vote that we move forward with developing the more details in the program and also consensus on um, some starting point points. So what's the half of? The four? Price? Are you saying four dollars? Well, for dollars percent, but you know, what if I it's up in the air. No, I, I thought about maybe how
1: much the subsidy would be, but I get it. Let me talk about something. Okay. It sounds like there's a couple of parameters that people are kind of consistently talking about here. And one,
0: as you mentioned, is kind of a, a cap on
1: how much is spent. I mean, so that we are so the, the system doesn't have to have a starting point like, well, everybody who's available at this criteria can get access to it. And you know maybe you know, so we, we need some kind of cap. And it sounds like as a starting point, we start with. Threshold on criteria than a higher pres- threshold for criteria. That we start with a lower threshold for criteria, then um, we can always go up easier from the mayor's standpoint. And it also tells us, you know, maybe that low criteria takes up all the budget we have. and There really isn't room. Um, and then it sounds like the third parameter, but kind of already is a given, is we use an outside group like C. CAA, CAA to administer a program like this as opposed to trying to create a new system internally. It sounds like we had a smaller group that worked with Brian to then, all right, well then what is that rate number based on the budget? What is the rate number based on either 100% poverty rate or AMI or Alice, you know, pick one of those uh, and then use that and then bring that back to this group Here's the box of being So I just took 200, 200, $25 million out of the budget that's estimated, budget. and uh, multiplied that out by a half a percent would be $125,000, one percent, 250, right. And so that just gives you a score. So I agree with what Jeff said. And <clears throat> just remind me, when we built our budget and built the rates accordingly, we didn't include an affordability program in that. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. Your, your rate structure at present was not And we're presumably not going to propose any rate increase, you know, until 24. <laughs> and so what do we give up? In our current expenditure and budget plan, in order to fund this? I don't believe that's our intent. Our intent would be to work through and identify a water affordability program to work through this, work through funding mechanisms, and then in 2024 to enact and bring forward a. So we funded in 2024? Funded 2024 so that it can go live in I'm yeah. going to ask James for some input on a number, and it sounds like we kind of getting that. You know, maybe in, in 23, we will come with a number that you could live with, right? You have it's got to fit the budget it's one way or the other. Uh, do you have any input, James, at this point? Well, in terms of the like $300,000, yeah, you know, that's, that's a very low, very basic number based on. skewed in a way. Um, yeah. Um, that doesn't cover the cost. We talked a lot about a interior plumbing assistance program to go in and fix the leaks and fix some of the interior like plumbing that would be in there. So the $300,000 does not include that. County is a little biased higher than Hamilton County. county. Um, Texas Township is probably will be a little biased lower than Hamilton county, county. But we just use those numbers and we just back to that, and act and double it out. You could. everybody in that structure it is, or we can go to a budget number and say, look, the program is going to have $1.5 million in it, total for interior loan assistance, for bill assistance, for shut off, um, you know, for the shut off program, that's the whole whole. So I think we've got to kind of understand where we want to go with, within some of those. Um, <clears throat>
2: I think,
0: that, um, I think that we're in support of the program. Um, I would like to suggest we use the 1% Peter was in favor of a percentage versus a dollar amount. And uh, the 1% is about 250000 that's present, and that number will go up then next year, some amount. Yeah, exactly. yes, sir.
1: Okay. Um, so Peter, that was
0: the 1% of what? The revenue. I've just
1: the taken that out of the budget, the
0: revenue, revenue. amount.
1: Okay. And I think that's just the water side. There is also a capital component. I believe that is debt issuance.
2: And then there are some
1: miscellaneous like grants and stuff uh, you know, staying with some component of perhaps uh, charges versus then, things that might swing. Out.
0: And then, so that's that's at the limit, but then we will see the details of the program come back to us later. Right, and, and
1: um, from your perspective there's a grant available for this to be scoped out a little more is that correct We right. did you get a grant extension that if you guys don't move forward we have until uh end of february right and, and so before we say how many dollars and i understand we're saying me do we say we want to move forward with a plan and just scope it out and when you identify how many people actually need it, or perhaps need it, at that point do you say it's X? I mean, there's no reason you couldn't say it's 1% today when it comes back and it's actually a need of some other amount. We can change that theoretically.
0: I I think I'm hearing.
1: But do you would take the next? In calendar year to oh, scope out this project would be my thought and then roll forward in 2024. Is that your project? The, the earliest that we could have a water program in active and not the running year 2024. Um, There's some limitation to that, or some things that we don't know yet, some, some current unknowns would be the actual funding of it. There's still Is there enough data to understand what the cost would be without actually having a program and seeing how many people show up? Again, I I think Jeff pointed out correctly. You've really got two approaches. You can either set a budget and help as many people as you can within that budget, or you can set a criteria. Examples even here locally, but um, last few years there's been some grant assistance to help people with their property taxes. But that's been a finite bucket, also. Okay, so it's first come, first serve? Pretty much. But it's also over the years they did they, they exactly what yeah. you said that, like, hey, we're, we need to add more to the bucket next year because we had so much demand. But yeah, they least you knew um, what it was. But, it, 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 but at, at the end of the day, it was a fixed amount. Um, and that you learn and see who took who took advantage of it, you know, who's eligible. And um, you know as the economy swings, you're gonna have different demands uh, on those
2: types of programs. And so yeah, it's, it's I, like the idea, I like the
1: idea of tying into the system revenues or, or something oh, yeah. that is yeah. that it, that that is a that it's a metric based on the size of your system. How much can you afford? Well, if we move forward with something like we would like to scope out the plan, we would like to know what could be served with 1% of them or whatever that might be, and you could come back and say, it appears that we would be able to assist people at this level of that. You know, I mean to
0: give you So, so yeah. then you say,
1: "That's what we got." We want to serve all these people, or you come back and you say, "We can only serve people who are making fifteen thousand dollars a year." They then maybe you this group says that number should be different, and we don't even, you know, what I mean. Otherwise, it yeah. seems like we're just saying, you know, help some people with three hundred thousand. But we don't know who they are, how many you're going to help, and how many have to need, even. Yeah, but you have to, they have to apply, right? Right. And so there's people that, even if they do qualify, would never apply. Right, that. I totally agree. Yeah. And there may be a lot of people that could apply that would never have done such a thing, and they pay their bill every month. That's right. That's the choice. Right. So. And you may want to help them. I mean, they may be very, you know, conservative with their money and to make sure all these bills get paid and it probably would help them substantially. But they may very well now be paying every month. But we could say go forward, here's a a, you know at a 1%, this is what you would get. What what can you do with that? And who are you going to help? Maybe. Or some I'm not saying 1%, I'm just saying that's what 1% of $25 million is. We need to take an action, or can this conversation sufficient? Do you want a motion? I
0: was thinking a motion of um, a general direction where else? I don't know.
1: Do we do a motion to support the design of a uh, affordability plan and allow them to move forward to say here's kind of how it would be go and
2: and then based on what the need is. We make a determination of what you want to start on. So,
0: oh, so we are looking for official options in to move forward. Oh, yeah. So, did John give up something?
1: Yeah. Well, I, as I'm as I'm listening to everybody talk, I also know at the original presentation, the three hundred thousand dollars was brought as a cap, focused on the delinquent or outstanding accounts. So, affordability to me means two things. One, it's helping the city really recover that income they may not get um, and the second is also it has to be along the lines of conservation that's the reason to go into the homes to fix the plumbing to change so so we're building with people the opportunity to be conservative the what they're using as as reactive measure to providing help. ultimately we to get them to the point that jim brings up, and that is to simply that we can assist their ability to make the decision to in the bill in the end. That's what I see affordability act to be. Not a level of uh, it's a half a percent, one and a half percent somewhere in there. The focal point was started with what, what is delinquent. And back to the, you know, the original statement out there are those that will make the decision not to pay until it's placed on the tax roll. Set those aside. Don't worry about those. They're gonna pay you, they're just paying you in a method, but they make the choice. But they feel they're in control of paying the bill when they want to pay the bill, how they want to pay. But it's actually getting to the people who have the need and then correcting some issues that are causing why we're delinquent in the first place. The bill goes higher than what it really should be because the boss is leaving the toilet's running and the bad plumbing in the house. So it's an investment at this point for a return that is not only economic,
0: That was the level of why we started talking about three hundred thousand dollars. It's a it's a representative of
1: decisions made within the community, whether they're driven by poverty or whether they're driven by a, a personal action. Um, I decide to wait until you apply the pressure to me to pay it. going off this discussion, but this whole thing reminds me a lot of like what you see with consumers energy. On one hand, they've got all these programs that help you lower your bill. Right, take advantage of this, lower your bill, you can do this, we'll give you some incentives. we'll give you some free stuff to help you lower your bill. But then, To start working on the 2024 rates because that number will have to come out of that rate, so we can't wait until because I think that we're now on the January 1st on the water side, right? Yeah, which means the rate consultant needs to be done summer September, September, yeah, in late fall. So even though February is a couple months away, <laughs> we're we're quick, quickly running out of <laughs> To get this thing up and running and get it into the rate making process, so that's I think the third part of whatever motion we make is to have sort of a deadline and reporting back to us to understand how it's going. And part of our question, I guess, in, in looking at that again, I agree with as John said, the three hundred thousand dollars was one metric that we use as a starting point because we have hard data on that. The so part of the question is, is that. Which it's a, a 1% or a half, so whatever that percentage is, what, what feels, I and mean, again, not a vote, but what feels like a comfortable potential starting just so we have some starting block to, to measure against. that. I guess that's what we're asking is what makes sense for you guys, the potential starting Sorry, I don't want to complicate it anymore, but we've been talking about this number or that number. So let's say we have a, listen, we know we're gonna have a rate increase come to this body for support prior to 24. So, you know, five bucks a month, let's say, or whatever, you know, we, we run all those numbers. Based on this proposed, is this like 10% of that, you know, is this of that five bucks for the affordability program? Is this like, Two pennies out of it, you know what? What is the relative to the scale of a rent increase that would be add? I mean, not a rent increase, you know, a a rate increase. <laughs> what portion, presumably, of a proposed rate increase would be funding a affordability program? Mm-hmm. And just a comment on that: we're, we're not one hundred percent sure at this time that that's even political. Got it. So that's the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> We're so, could, and I understand you're looking at a dollar amount. So, if we said 1% of prior year revenue, I mean, it gives you a number, and you could say CAA is going to take 50,000 of that to administer this. Therefore, we have 200,000 left that looks like we could help people at X Alice. And at least we would have a scope. Um, and so, could, could we not just say we, we support this with a projected 1% of revenue? But until we see what the plan can actually do, we don't say, you know, we support them with an X% percent of revenue or some number, or 300,000, or whatever. But then you could come back and say, the plan would look like this. It's going to cost X to administer it. Um, and this is how many people it looks like we could help. And so we're going to help only people who make $10,000 a year. Does that make sense? You know, I'm just throwing that out there. And at that point, maybe this group says, it needs to be 5%. But then we go back and send them back and say, OK, so I'm a conservative. who would that be at that? So why empty it super specific by the number? Why not say, what's the question 250? What's the question on five? Give yeah. us the answer to both Yeah, to Give us them. some kind of um, how many, or who you can help. I think you want to know who you're going to help, right? Versus we're going to help some people. Here's 300 right now. If I make an additional point, of just the policy aspect of this? It, is that UBC um, will continue as a commission to have Oversight and input to the water related program, you're over So there doesn't have to be like a set stone forever decision that needs to be made on, you know, for the future forever. For like. So
2: UBC would have, because this is uh, by, by the National Water Agreement, this is something that is
1: that will act great, right? So that by definition is under UBC. UBC would have you know, annual input to the water building program but over the years, be you know, able to manage and control it as UBC sees fit um, to respond to some of these very good points, and very good questions of you know, things that could evolve and change over the years.
0: And I hear criteria from John that you wanted to focus on people that are experiencing or in the middle of building versus opening up broader. Because those are, the rest are paying
1: their bill. No, I, I would say those the, the delinquent number. So for lack of an argument, say 100,000 represents those that will have it placed on the tax bill and will pay it anyway. So with a what does $300,000 or $200,000, depending on you know where, where Peter's at, what does that do to help who? Certainly those that are delinquent to recover that money. But then again, part of the piece is the conservation aspect. If you solve the conservation aspect so that people can can consciously make the decision to pay the bill, it continues to get broader by those that you help instead of narrowing itself down for roughly the same, don't want to use the word percentage because I understand the legal concern with it, but, but for the, the impact on every rate increase that's place
0: out there going forward. So I, guess, and I, I like what you're saying. I'm not sure how how to articulate that in a motion.
1: Yeah. My question is just for the people doing the work, what is the most helpful motion <laughs> to allow you to go forward? So with some clarity. First is actually, the actual motion really is 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 the group interested in having an affordability program? If the answer is yes, then we will follow forward with a committee and working through the guts of how it is physically operated. The, the second is yeah, simply 20%. a guideline. what is, what feels like, and this is amorphous, I agree, what feels like a reasonably comfortable starting point, but there's 1% of the rate, and again, agreed, we would come back with a whole chart that says, okay, at 1%, we could fund as many folks potentially and, and look at that analysis of what happens. Agreed, that often comes back. But I need to know, I think from us, as maybe the engineering side of it, I'm trying to figure what's a good starting, point? is it a quarter percent, is it half? Is it one? What feels like, and it doesn't need to be a motion, just need a general gut of what makes sense to stuff. It it feels like the the UPC is in favor of moving forward with a Portability program for the system point. Number one. Um, you mentioned a, a grant extension. So, uh, as far as
2: your work um, through, the, through February, so it seems like in the budget world that you were talking about now too, that we should shoot to try to get this work wrapped up by the end of
1: February. I think those pieces together. And then using the idea of a 1%, that's just a starting point. Sure. You know, that is a, is a Place that is within the ballpark of what we're talking about already. No. So it's, it's a number that's easily comfortable. I'm going to consider that a motion. I'm going to support that motion. Let's <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's be nice about this for Wendy because she's going to be done. done by the end of February, wrapped by the end of February. So, 250, 1% of revenue. And it. I guess the overarching is. Support the idea, you know, support the concept of affordability. Is that right? Yeah, sorry about that. That's what I support. Okay, I I would like to add some kind of a a water reduction or efficiency part of that. Um, that you know, the program conservation conservation side side of it just well with this, too, because there is a payback on that, there's no payback on. And um, helping people out on, on under bill. And one more is a report back to this group. I don't know if if the grant is through February, a final report would be March or February. 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 So yeah, if that's in the February, then you know report back to this group in March. What's your found? since it's a matter, now it's time for discussion. So if we're talking about adding in the conservation piece, which I don't disagree with at all, is 250 it's a good number if we're talking about including some of those attributes to this evaluation. And I, I'm yeah. not sure if it is anymore. Well, I won't know, and actually this, uh, again, further discussion we're going to have with uh, some community homeworks. I think that does a lot of that work now. They get some funding for Fed sources and other sources to do some of those And so that's part of the next few months is also pulling all those groups together and starting to see who's got what lot of money and what each of those, I guess, pieces of this system do. So the idea is we're trying to team with existing resources first before we look at putting money from this program. Are these friendly amendments to the motion then? (laughs) That's good. So so let's
0: clarify what those are. That there will be an observation component. Yes. And that the report the report, report then is work anyway, right? Yeah.
1: Um, well that's a grant extension. When would you have a final report or would it be a report we would work to try to have a, a fleshed out program report by the end of February if we can Which means March would be our the next meeting that we would have. Sounds good. Sounds good. Go
0: Any other discussion?
1: And I'll motion in a second mm-hmm.
0: clarification i've heard one percent and i've heard put it so are we going with the percent or the dollar number percent of revenue james i just want to clarify you know current in our current program
1: we identified um uh, dealing with bills of $300,000 If we wanted to have the water efficiency program tied into this uh, critical home repairs, for things of that nature. I would think that more than 000, uh, a a it, but it's just a it's a it's theoretical starter, It's all oh, that sure. is. So it's not a not a vote to lock in a number. It's just a theoretical starter. Why do we start with 250,000? Um, I mean, the, the conservation programs. I think in the real world, we're going to need to look for outside assistance. Uh, conservation programs, and, and at, at the end of the day it's probably going to be some kind of hybrid, because that's what we're already doing, I mean, It's that's what the system's doing with conservation programs. Yeah. And in your report, you could come back and say, to do this, this, that, or you pick from an amendment, so it's a starting place.
0: Okay. I think. Okay. So I'm hearing a number. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All those in favor?
2: All right.
0: Opposed? Motion carries.
1: Thank you all for this meeting. Thank you. you will, will you involve someone from this group on the committee? If you specifically would like to be, I don't. Committee. I'm not saying <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but, sure, but, but it might like be nice to have someone oh, yeah, with a good, a good chair.
0: Chair. I nominate John. Yeah. <laughs> if you can. Sure.
1: Oh, I think uh, I, uh, that actually <laughs> that that, act, that action actually saves the group because you're not paying professionals, so yeah, that's for the affordability program. That's that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: thank you for your time. Item 16 water connections, expansions, and fees.
1: Um, we have a, a we're coming to a conclusion on that. We're at the point where we need to probably start having discussions with the city staff administration as to how that would work before we bring it back to this UPC for further discussion. We don't want to suppose don't want to uh, propose something that just doesn't work on the administrative side. And by we
0: you're talking about the regional waterway plan. Group has had discussion because it yeah. impacts them. Yeah. 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 Any other questions on that? Capital improvement program.
1: No, so not I can take any questions
0: if there any. The UPC appointment. Yes, you've had a few meetings or are you going to go full <laughs> <members>? <laughs> I think the intent still is that uh, we're gonna to try to
1: look to see if any other commissioners might want to be or if not, you know, another community member.
2: Um, but I will be
1: at to comments as long as needed. So you're official the member right now. I'm the city's alternate, alternate, Okay. So, yeah, so that's official. So yes.
2: yes. Yep. Yeah, that's a great
0: yeah. consultant, Bosha. Pre-approval? Should we Oh, okay. okay. New business. Utility financial policy or any proposal? No, no update. Professional invoice approvals, and we have have some invoices. I move approval of the Bray-de-Bell, uh Hefner LLC invoice of one thousand one hundred forty-four dollars and thirty-eight cents. I'll support that. A motion. And support. All those in favor.
1: Aye. Abstain.
0: Motion passes zero and one, extensions.
1: We'll approval of payment, kind of the new house invoice amount one important or six and one percent. I'll support that.
0: Motion and support. All those in favor. Aye. Motion passes six zero and one extensions. Yeah.
1: I move approval of the Bison Associates invoice minus $630. I'll second that.
0: A motion and support. All those in favor?
1: Aye. Aye. 16. Aye.
0: Motion passes six zero and one abstention. Okay. Thank you. Update on financial data review. Here.
1: Uh, I, pulled this, I pulled up the report I provided last meeting um, because James brought to my attention, if you look at yellow on those headings, uh, the, the percentage of budget expended is appropriate. But if you look below the yellow headings, you see where it says budget and then it says actual, the top headings are switched on the two budget and actual statements that I provided. And I just wanted to bring that to your attention in case you were looking at it and say. Like that. The is open. I my calculations over I had the heading switched above the actual data. Just to make you aware of that, that's all I needed to share with you. And we'll look at this again in January. Awesome.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Update on SanTech water rate increase work products.
1: Um, State I hit working on uh, a, n- a number of prices kind of going through. Uh, all of our budgets and everything. I don't have anything substantial right now. We did receive comments from Santec on the water affordability uh, program. So those came in late, and uh, you know they came later than what we put the packet. So we'll include those for next meeting. Uh, so the UBC members will have tax written response comments to the water affordability program. <clears throat>
0: And, uh, so, one question I guess on that. The stand will they, the work product? I don't know how the schedule is working or when they'll be coming to this group to have conversations. Is there any?
1: That'd probably be in the uh, spring. Um, I can check with them, but we would propose a rate increase in 2024. So there's not a lot of action we did for 2023. Um and so you know we were you know on pace
2: kind of for next year we'll work towards that. Uh,
1: but you say that does want to interface with this body. Um, they've got some interactive sort of products where we can like, for example, capital program, we look at all of those projects and kind of Whole projects in and out live on the screen, see what that does to rates. You know, we can look at some other things such as staffing, take positions on their own, and see what that does So that's very beneficial for, the, for this group. Um, so I'll see when they want to come forward. I just want to cautious on doing it too early because 2024 is still a bit of think the contract says something of the nature that they would be participating with us on a quarterly basis. Okay. Yeah. And so I, I just wondered if I would be interested to have them perhaps at maybe the next meeting or before they come with a rate just for a couple of questions I would have for them. Okay. Yeah. Um, and if we did have them I would, I would ask that we would have them maybe at the beginning of the and if anybody else had questions, I would like to just have their thoughts on what they looked at at the prior work product. Is it gonna be, you know, did they see some substantial change to meet the criteria of the contract that they need to make just to understand what's coming down the pipe versus here's the risk? Yeah, impact would be a possibility. I'd like to see it happen before we see it. If, and if others aren't interested, then we don't need to do that. I think interaction with a rate consultant on this body is a good idea.
0: So, for December or January meeting, probably?
1: So, at, at the January meeting, might make sense because that would be the <clears throat> end of a quarter. And then we could say, oh, we know, enough off top. We'll see you when you come in the week or whatever that might be. But <clears throat> I would like
0: that. So. I think I'm hearing some sense. Okay, and then the 7Es, the 2023 meeting dates. So I think, I think we've had consensus that for the time being we're going to continue to meet on the third Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Third or one?
1: second?
0: Second, sorry. Second, second Tuesday. Thursday, third. Sunday. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> on first. Yeah. 8.30, this is... Time and
1: yep. place, the exactly. work yep. frequency. Exactly. So, question on that was: When did you send out the initial invites on those meetings to give it in? Yeah. I created the for the yeah. yeah, it ended in December. Because I, yeah. However, whoever does that, just please do it for next year. So, we
0: probably should vote on that meeting dates yeah. schedule yeah. with the public body. Uh, so for 2023, we're going to set our meeting dates for the 2nd, Thursday, 830 a.m. at Oshville Township, Monthly. Is
2: that your motion? Uh, <laughs> you can't make a motion, but I
0: understand that. I support Port John's. I'll make my motion. Yeah. Okay. Any further discussion? All those in
2: favor? Aye.
0: Opposed? Motion carries. All right, committee member, <laughs> I'll leave comments. so I'll start
1: with those present. Uh, Jeff? Was was Dan? I just want to say I appreciate the really discussion. I think there's a lot of things could be answered. And I'll keep bringing up is how we establish new home office because think dogs will be able to ask us. you have people to pay the bill, or they sell on some savings, yeah, whatever. Take it to their 401k. I'm a retired 10 years, but then I'm in Social Security for 80. You know, there's a lot of programs out there I can qualify for because so they just don't look at your assets. One of them affordability, connection for internet, which I can qualify for. You so said look at assets. So they can have what I think cost Social Security and $70,000 I may make here I would qualify. Perfect. So, you want to look at how they establish those levels. talked about all, a couple other things, which might all happen. What do we do with the tax needs when you go into this program? sort program
2: being played. Excuse me, and
1: townships uh, collect a percentage on those bills. Most of the townships, would they be part of the. What's being paid for, what's being taken care of, <clears throat> the township's percentage can be whole, part of that water. I think one of the things, it's not a lot of money, no doubt, it's increased, but it's just
0: those are <clears> the <throat> questions. Thank you. Good points, and Brian, I think, took note of. Thanks, Patrick. What Thanks. No comments online
1: uh rich yeah i just was uh thanks everybody but i was gonna ask james and wendy if that affordability study that prana did is on the web i wasn't able to find it under those documents so if, if you could just if that belongs there please put it there so we can access it when we need it thank you yeah it's online rich if you just google council water affordability it should be right there Is it it in the UP under the UPC documents? No, it's uh, in a separate group of documents. Oh, I was under the UPC documents. Okay. Thank you. You can find my item request that it be there because I can search for it as well. And I think there are some handouts
0: that were presented to the committee that I will pick up under that. uh Brett, anything this morning?
2: No, I'm good, thank you.
0: Uh, Melissa. I'm good, thank you. I believe we have exhausted our agenda. Oh let's see. committee member, sorry. Um I would just like to update <laughs> a
1: few months ago the UPC agreed to pay for oversizing of pipe for the Abbey Farms project. That's a pavilion project. Um, soon after that motion, the county um, gave them a $1.4 million grant for their infrastructure. So I reached back out to the developer that we have been talking to about the oversizing and asked because in their, in their calculation, their total, uh, Utility costs, public utility costs is like 5.5 million, something like that. And they have $1.4 million worth of grants. <clears throat> and I asked them, I said, in that 5.5 million, did that include the oversizing, the extra depth for both the sewer and water? Um, in this case, for us, it's just the water. Um, and they went back and looked and to their credit. They said, yes, the oversizing was included in there. So the 12 inch pipe was included in the $5.5 million. So we <clears throat> had a discussion with uh, James and um, Cavillian Township. And we went back to the developer and asked for them to, uh, what we discussed, basically taking credit for that oversizing because we didn't want them to get ARPA money for oversizing and then have the city and the township pay for that oversizing as well. So we, we figured a percentage, um, that we reduced the percentage of the oversizing based on the percentage of the grant. Um, and so they've agreed to that um, and we're. We are just waiting for some final uh, confirmation from city staff to let us know that because they gave us a price it's half a million dollars for the open. <laughs> we want to make sure that the city staff consents that that's an appropriate number and then we'll make that adjustment and move forward. So, <laughs> and that and was to their credit, the developer's credit. They they could have we had no no way to know whether the five point five million dollars did or didn't include oversizing they said it did and they they agreed with the uh, reduction to cost Great. Anyone else? Okay, we have
0: exhausted the agenda and we are adjourned. <laughs> Oh, I I don't
1: know. Yeah,
0: I'm a baby. Okay. So (laughs) it's
1: it's right.
0: I don't think.